are coming to you from the resort, entertainment, and convention center of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, what began on one station in 1966 is now an event in both the United States and Canada that is carried on 200 stations to an audience of more than 100 million people. Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. And much, much more. Good morning, team. Uh, it's morning. If I don't know if it'll be morning when you'll be listening to this podcast or watching it on... Uh, on a, a Facebook or YouTube, but uh, welcome. Uh, I like to start the show with a song, a song that symbolizes the last week, the past week. And the challenge is that my friends here have to try to figure out why I picked it. Now, I told a friend last night what I picked, and he, he easily picked it. He easily figured it out. Really? Okay. So I think even you guys should be able to. Even us. Yes. So uh, I want I want the the uh, listener to uh, listeners to <laughs> to also more accurate. I want them to also see it. So Boy. I'm bringing up my camera. Whoa! But uh, with that said, we did it. We're ready to go. Here is Jim Croce with "You Don't Mess Around with Jim." Mm. On past week, next week mm. with Chris and Paul, starring Boogie and introducing the texture. Oh. Sounds fun. So does this have anything to do with the House of Representatives? Yes. Jim Jim Jones. Jim Jordan. Jordan. Sorry. Or Jones. Well, that didn't take long, did it? (laughs) Did you think this was going to be a tough one? No. Okay. For you guys, I thought it would be. Well, see. Do what Jim Croce really, really like a lot of his songs. Wasn't he like 31 or something? He was very young when he died. Yes. But he looks, he looks a little older than 31 here to mm-hmm. me. Was it a he car, looks like, car wreck or plane wreck or something? I think maybe it was a plane wreck. Oh, I'm not sure. He looks like he could be John Oates' dad. He is. He's very Oatsian. Yeah. Alexa, how did Jim Croce die? My Wi-Fi's not set up for you. Oh. I mean, I guess I I got a little machine here. I could yeah, Google it. Yeah. You. Try it out. Okay, so <clears throat> have you ever heard of the song before? Uh, yes. Have you, Boogie? I have not. Okay, so it's a song about a badass named Jim. Everyone thinks he's a badass. Guess what happens at the end? Slim beats him up. Yeah. Gets his own ass handed to him. Yeah. Which, ironically, is Hakeem Jeffers' nickname. No way. <laughs> no way. Wow. That's, I mean, it's completely not true, but it, oh, sounds like, it sounds like something that would be cool, right? You should have just rolled with it. Yeah. Should have uh, put that out in the universe. Hey, breaking news this just in. Uh, it was a an aviation accident that oh. uh, took Jim Croce away from us. So, A lot of people call that a plane wreck, or was he just driving on the ground? Uh, no, it was a plane wreck. It was a chartered Beechcraft E-18S. It crashed into a tree during takeoff. So. so anyway, Jim Jordan is a puss, <laughs> right? He's a wuss. And a, and a, yeah, he yeah. was a loser. 
Yes. The, what, three-time loser? Yeah. 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 So is the deal that his own party thinks he's incompetent and they won't, like, they don't well, even have the numbers Well, he's to... an insurrectionist. He's a liar. And I think underreported, he's a dick. Yeah. Oh. And I think just a lot of people just don't. Is that underreported? Well, actually, I do think it is because I think they talk about his radicalness, his policies, and all this stuff. But people just don't like him. What they did on the first vote is 20 people vote against him. Then twenty two and then twenty five. Yeah. So it's going. And they wrong. did it deliberately yeah. to screw with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's an awesome. ass. Which is great. Yeah. But it is a little sad to see one of our institutions floundering so horribly. Yeah, I, I agree. I just was happy that an insurrectionist wasn't third in line to be the president. Amen. So that was Jim Croce with "Don't Mess Around with Jim." And that basically sums up the past week. Welcome to Past Week. Next week with Chris and Paul starring Boogie and introducing the texter. Yay. And I'm Paul. <laughs> What's up? What's up, Zachus? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love that we never, ever get it right. Ever. That's yeah. okay. And I'm Paul. This is a show where we review the most important things from the past week and get you ready for the next week. It's your One Stop Podcast. Keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. If you're watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, you can join the program by calling us at 913-735-0060. And if I notice it, we'll welcome participation. Okay. All right. Uh, Coming up. We have your uh, weekly news quiz, oh, pop culture okay. update. A uh, we don't have an incredible special feature this week, and much, much more. But first, we do a segment mm-hmm. called "What's Going On," and it is something that uh, just allows the listeners to know what's going on with everybody. Yeah, in the crew, and uh, and last week I tried my best. To introduce, reintroduce everybody to the the everyone that's here in the uh, yeah, that was thoughtful and well done. I don't think it was well done at all. You guys didn't <coughs> acknowledge it, care about it. Uh, it seems to me like you hated it all. So what I did instead was I went ahead and um, I put out an email to our listeners. Mm-hmm. And some of the people, I asked them to, will you do an introduction like for Chris, for Boogie, for the texter? And some of the people that listen who, it ended up being great because it's people that you admire too. Oh, okay. And they're big fans of us. So I kind of I went through and looked at, well, yeah, that works out good because that, cause there were thousands of them, as you can imagine. Of course. I go, well, that works out good. That person's a fan of, Boogie's a fan of that person and... So it worked out good. So I'm going I'm to do these introductions. Okay. Okay. Um, this, we always start with Chris. Hmm. Okay. Hello, listeners. I'm Phil Hendry. I am pleased to introduce the multifaceted dynamo, Chris oh. Whiting. With a sparkling wit and an enviable knack for humor, Chris has secured his place as a celebrated stand-up comedian. Hailing as the crowned Laugh Olympics champion in Kansas City, he's not only a humor virtuoso, but also a prominent member of the renowned Dingleberries of comedy sports improv. 
not one to be confined to the stage, Chris is an accomplished facilitator and presenter, leaving an indelible mark wherever he goes. But that's not all. You may recognize his dulcet tones as a seasoned radio host, or perhaps from his versatile work as a sought-after voiceover artist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beyond the mic, he has authored captivating pieces, proving his literary finesse. Not one to shy away from community service, Chris is also a dedicated public servant, embodying the spirit of giving back. While he excels in his professional endeavors, Chris's true joy lies in being a devoted father of two super competitive firecrackers <coughs> and, of course, a supportive husband, cherishing his role as a pillar of love and guidance. With his genuine warmth and unwavering loyalty, he is the best lifelong friend a person could have. Here's the star of the past week, next week program, the one and only Chris White. Damn you, Paul. No, I don't like I don't like any of you guys like, oh no, all of this is true. Well that got because, me because, that, that because last, they are that last ten seconds. Because <laughs> they are fans and they listen to the show and they Aww. know it's they know you well. Well, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That touched me, to, man. To Phil Hendry. That was Phil Hendry. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you to Phil Hendry. Yeah. Yes, I could tell that was Phil Hendry. Yeah. Do you think he was sincere, or do you think he just wants a little bump for his own past week, or his own uh, podcast? You know what? At this point, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go down that road. Okay, I'm just touched that it happened. So, man. what's going on, it. Chris? With that <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So, <laughs> woo. <clears throat> okay. So, I had an interesting thing happen last Sunday. I want to ask you guys about. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, Jane and I went to Pottery Barn. Um, okay. She was wanting to look at a recliner out there. And as we're shopping, mm -hmm. a woman approaches me. And I had seen, I had noticed her and her husband, but there had been no interaction. I noticed him because her husband looked like maybe a 60-year-old Sammy Hagar. Okay. Total, in fact, I even said to Jane, like, hey, man, that guy's got strong Sammy Hagar vibes. <laughs> but they were way across the store. There was no way he heard it. She comes up and taps me on the shoulder, and she's holding a basket, like, in front of her belt, and says something to me about, the ba hey, this basket. And I'm like, oh, maybe my wife was looking. Jane, were you looking? And she's like, no. Do you want my basket to put your cobra in? Mm. Uh, what? What? Uh-huh. She's like, well, I just didn't know if you wanted my basket to put your cobra in. And I'm like, oh, no. We got all our cobras in baskets already, blah, blah, blah. Or was she talking about your cobra? Well, so that's... That's, that's, that's immediately we're Okay. Out. Yeah, you and I have pretty <clears throat> minds. That yeah, was yeah. lost on me, and then we leave, and Jane's like, you know those were swingers, right? I'm like, no. Do you guys think? I, I, it's weird, because, because I know your wife, how attractive she is. Yes. But also, <laughs> I know you. Right. No. Right. Yeah. It's like it cancels it out. Yeah. I, f I feel like that has to be what it was. It has it's to be. It's so either, random either, and bizarre. Either, either that or she was completely bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's got to be one of those two. I think I'm going back to what Paul said, though. I think your wife is so hot yeah. that you unfortunately are a bridge to get <laughs> to your wife. Yes. So... 
So the couple had to go through you to get to your wife. Right. And they're willing to do that. And yeah. they were probably yeah. were back in the back of the store and Sammy Hagar is talking to who the who the person looked like. The wife. Yeah. Uh maybe like a Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Come on, I've wow. done yeah. I've done things for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing this for me. Go ask him for his cobra into your basket. Here. Go get your basket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what it was. It was really it was just so random and of course I was clueless and Jane's yeah. like, No, I'm telling you, I think that's it. So Yeah, because okay. it's happened to her before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations, Chris. Thanks. Cool, man. You got invited you got to options. Yeah. You got so you new got friends. Options. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, and I I debated about whether to talk about this on air, but I do want to bring it up. On Monday, got some tragic news. Um, my ex-wife's boyfriend of six years committed suicide last Sunday night. And um, didn't see it come. Nobody saw it coming. He was... Uh, uh, kind of an icon of the the business and political community in Denver, yeah. Colorado, and I had no I, I knew he was kind of a big deal, but I had no idea how big of a deal he was. There were stories in the newspaper um, right after it happened, but apparently he had been planning this for quite some time, and it's uh, terrible, it, awful, awful, oh horrible, and. I don't bring it up to to be a downer, but man, it's just a reminder. Like, if, if you're struggling, please ask for help. You know, reach out to somebody. I was going to bring this up at some point during the show um, because you guys never want to do any prep or talk about the show when it's not. But I have a, a mental health fair. person that we're going to interview sometime, and and oh, uh, we're going to ask her what are the things we should be looking for in ourselves and other people in this fucking crazy world mm -hmm. so that's uh, yeah yeah i hope she didn't say anything about bridges <laughs> i'm sure she will um okay what did yeah. you do yesterday though chris so yesterday was awesome oh well one other thing yeah. uh, i had my colonoscopy oh nice uh, this, okay. this week so oh, nice. you know i think it's doing good but um i am still struggling i got no sleep the night before mm -hmm. they it was a different kind of prep than i've done in the past Oh yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, it was this, pills. It was the, pills. It, the, yeah, the liquid. Yeah, so it was <clears throat> it was a bottle with fifteen pills, and you at five in the afternoon you take one pill every two minutes until all fifteen are gone. Two minutes. Every two minutes you're taking a pill <laughs> with like sixteen ounces of water. Then you wait an hour, you drink another thirty-two ounces of water, and then you know you shit yourself like right. crazy. Then you do it again at 2.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. But the way I just, I got no sleep. So I was completely uh, wiped out the rest of this week. And I just cannot, I cannot catch up. Mm, so wow. still sleepy tired, but hey, you know, uh, do that preventative stuff, folks. Go out there, take care of yourself, get checked. Mm -hmm. This is the uh, Chris Whiting public health Very good. segment, apparently. And then yesterday... Um, <clears throat> So I mentioned we'd gone to Pottery Barn because Jane wanted to look at a recliner. Um, ever since we we gave the recliner back to Peace Out Cancer that they had uh, donated to us for right after surgery, she found out it was really quite comfy. And you know, as she's continuing to go through the the reconstruction, it would just be nice to have a recliner. Well, her parents had bought one for her dad that's really nice, but he does not like it and. 
he refuses to use it. Mm -hmm. So went and uh, moved that recliner, but it's too big to move by myself. So. So what'd you do? Well, I mean, I had to turn to someone. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the man I turned to is none other than Paul Avoda. I helped him put it in the truck and take it out of the truck into yep. the house. <clears throat> this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because last time you just kind of <laughs> touched the fabric. Yes. Yeah. Hey, and I really appreciate it. I I could, okay. couldn't have done it by myself. I know. And, and stop. I don't call myself a hero. Other people. Do. <laughs> okay. Yes. The, yeah. The sound bite does when you push the button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just it shows up. Um, but then we followed that up with a fun little excursion. Um, yeah. You and Nancy had told us about this food truck that we had to try that does the best fish and chips in the mm. whole world. Mm -hmm. And they were at the Coles here in Independence yesterday, so we went and met you guys and uh, had a really nice little fish and chips picnic in the parking lot. But did you did you bring a chair and water and stuff? See, here's the thing. I was so unprepared. I'd never done this. I had no chair. I had no water. <laughs> so guess so what? what? Guess what, Boogie? I don't know. <laughs> Paul had a chair and water for you. Oh, my God! We didn't even talk about this before the show, folks. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. We show up, and I'm like, oh, I think that's uh, Paul's car over there. And Jane goes, oh, God, did you bring chairs? I'm like, no, I didn't bring chairs. She's like, well, somebody's prepared over there. I'm like, that's Paul and Nancy. Oh, my gosh. And they had chairs set up. We each had our own little water bottle. It was really nice. Okay, so Nancy brought chairs and water for you. I know. You know what? It was I. Paul and Nancy were there, and there were chairs and water there. That's what I know. Okay. Um. But, um and what did now? What was I able to? Did I uh, bring any napkins? <laughs> no. Hey. Mm -hmm. But Sorry Jane, about that. Jane had some napkins, oh, and I you had a couple to. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> But then when we realized there were no napkins, Jane went to our car. She got up out of her chair uh -huh. and got napkins. Holy mother forking shirt balls. I don't know. It's the same thing. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> and the, uh, I think it's called the off the hook food truck. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's good fish. Really good? On the hook. Really? On, on the, the hook. hook. Yeah. On the hook. Okay. So do they mostly just hang out in Independence or? Now they go everywhere in the country, and Nancy started following them on Facebook, so we know when it's there. Really? So, yeah. Well, it's a long it's hook. Yeah. And you played some frisbee froth. Oh yeah. And then night. last night I was in a glow a glow disc golf tournament. Did you win or lose or? Um, I did the second one of those. Okay. But really had a good time. It was a lot. It was a beautiful night to be walking through the woods, throwing plastic at trees that you can't see but it, it really was a lot of fun so now thank you chris well now thank we're up you now the the texter's with us but he has to leave early because he's going to, to uh to i guess the kelsey's box to hang out with taylor swift yeah at the thing 
He also has an introduction. That, do you mind if he goes before? Oh, us? absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Um, Just get him in there. Because where is he? Texter, come in, Texter. <coughs> he so, care. okay, well, inter- let's introduce the Texter. He, oh, there he another is. person that <clears throat> is a big fan of the Texter. This is Tim Heidecker. Brace yourselves for the extraordinary presence of now introducing the Texter. Renowned for lighting up the stage as an iconic performer at Comedy Sports Improv, this individual's chicken frying prowess is second to none. Besides being a comedic genius, the Texter is also a skilled videographer weaving magic through the lens with every shot. That's a texture video. When not capturing moments, <laughs> you might find this enigmatic persona as an electrifying preacher for a local book club, effortlessly captivating audiences with his eloquence and insight. While deeply invested in various passions, the texter's heart beats for Nagulmet, reflecting his unwavering enthusiasm for the me? beautiful game. As a proud father of a comedian, an engineer, a banker, and a soccer player, He epitomizes the essence of paternal pride, nurturing diverse talents with love and support. Despite harboring an unusual prejudice against Italians, the texture (laughs) remains an intriguing enigma, ever a voiceless and unknown contributor to the program, leaving a trail of curiosity in his wake. And to add to his mystique, the texture is the proud holder of a full, luscious head of hair, a feature that only adds to his enigmatic charm. This guy. Don't be fooled by his reluctance to appear on camera. This captivating persona is just too handsome to be confined to any screen. It's true. Lastly, he serves as the past week, next week's listener's advocate, consistently championing the audience's voice and ensuring their opinions are heard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and now, introducing the texter. Hey. Now he says... Uh, Good morning, gents. The listeners want to know if you enjoy the beautiful fall colors and weather. Absolutely. <clears throat> I do. Yesterday was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yep. So nice. You picked it because it was it has a good beat. It does have a good beat, <laughs> yeah. the song. Perhaps the Republicans could follow the commands of other cult leader. Wait a minute. Here, I need to be here, don't I? Sorry. Uh, he can see us that well. Uh, other cult leader Jim Jones to drink Kool Aid. They oh, have drank the Kool Aid, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, it sure seems like it. You know, we can be happy. We can be happy that Jim Jordan didn't become speaker. But guess what? What? Most Republicans voted for him. Mm-hmm. He was the number one liar about the 2020 election on Fox News. Mm. I had a longtime listener contact me in regards to Ranger Billy salad dressing. <laughs> they reached out to get the recipe. <laughs> the ad said it's a secret, but the powerful and influential listener would like to know the uh, secret recipe. And clearly, with those combinations, it's dog poop. <laughs> Ranger Billy. One thing I know is redeemable English. Well, <sighs> did you know swallow some gum prior to insertion of the camera? Oh, did you swallow any gum? I did not. No, that's that's a fun story. I don't know if everybody knows. The texter swallowed gum prior to his colonoscopy. Oh. And he has a, he has oh, a picture right. of gum in, in his yeah. in his colon. And he so graciously sent it to all of us. He did, yeah. It's as appetizing nice. as you'd think. Yeah. Yep. We should can you get me that picture? Because we can put that up as his picture when he's texting. <laughs> nice. Because that's where all his comments come from. <laughs> Okay, I have sat in that recliner, and Jane is right. Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It was loaves and fishes miracle. He's talking about. um, Yeah, what was that? He's talking about your fish that you had. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw on the uh, face page that uh, our favorite soccer player, TJ Liberer, had his last game. Oh, wow. And uh, he... Well, that's bittersweet. TJ Liberer clearly is a... a, He'll be one of the most distinguished alumni of Baker University, Mm -hmm. joining a very proud group of people. Very select group. But TJ, to me, tell me if I'm wrong about this texter, he looks more... Like his mom than the other kids, and that's—I that's, mean, because he has, <clears throat> for sure, okay. for sure, yeah, yeah. And so he's a handsome kid. Um, other kids are very handsome, but they still kind of look like the texture. Yeah, yeah, they've got that texturness. Yeah, a little <laughs> whiff of texture to them. Yeah. So, so anyway, but that was a, a vet. You were very, very proud of T.J. Liebeer. Can I find it quick enough, you guys think? How many times have you said that sentence? <laughs> TJ Liebeer. Did it. He scored last season against the Eagles. He does it again. Okay, so that's what's going on with the Dexter. <laughs> We're looking forward to hearing about his his Chiefs game. Should have a fun time. Yeah, maybe he'll text in during the game. I, maybe, hey, you could text an update oh, so we know what's happening. that would happening. be cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I keep hearing all on social media that Taylor Swift will be there, but no one really knows that, do they? I don't know. The the rumors and everything mm. swirling around it is crazy. Yeah. I love it'll be, it. It'll be nice when it's just, hopefully they get a relationship where they're just like, yeah, she's there. So yeah. so I was thinking about this on the way. Why was I thinking about this on the way over? Because you were going the wrong way? Because <laughs> I was going the wrong way. It is, I'm assuming her tour is over. Like, there's no way she's spending this much. There's, a, there's a break, and then she's going down to South America next, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay, not that I'm a Swiftie or I And then I would imagine that she is sincerely having fun, like just hanging out with a fun guy, normal people. Yeah. Yeah. In the box. And I yeah. say normal, I mean, you probably got money if you're in those boxes mm-hmm. with Taylor Swift. But they're not pop stars. They're not, you know, in necessarily in the entertainment industry. And she's just. Hanging out and really having fun. For her, it's like us going to a kind of a sleazy dive bar and feeling like we're yeah, yeah. like we're normal yeah. and just part of the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like we're the average Joe. Yeah, or ugly Joe. Or, oh. or ugly so, Joe. So the big thing this week was that they said she bought a house over in. Um, it's kind of in your neck of the woods, kind of near uh-huh. you, a couple miles away, yeah. right? Yeah, a couple miles away. Yeah, because you live in the fancy area. But then comes out he that sure. That Travis bought. Yeah, like, was, well, she's not going to buy a house here. Right. That's stupid. Yeah. That's Just dumb. everyone calm down. Okay. Well, and then, and then it turned into, well, she she paid for it. I was like, no. No, like, he didn't. He's got dude, money. The dude's got money. What now, is he, wrong with he you? He might not have Taylor Swift money, but <laughs> yes. Uh, but I bet he has more money than all four of us that are members of this show. What? I, I don't know about that. All so, right. So all right. He bought a big, nice house for $6 million, oh, which well. is... A fraction of what he makes a year. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like me buying a house for like, I don't know, what do I make? $20,000 a year? Yeah. With bonus. I don't know why. And I'm overpaid. The texter's doing some... He's like flexing. Yeah. Which is cool. I, I uh, I like the enthusiasm and the confidence. Is that his visual representation of him flexing on us because he's going to the Chiefs game. That's yeah. probably, he's, and he's about to yeah. log off, so he's like... He's all peacocking. Easy peacocking. Okay. 
we're now it's time to uh, go to Boogie, and I got someone who. It's weird how much this person admires Boogie, but also Boogie admires this person, too. Oh. So it works out really good. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Linda Carter. Get ready to be dazzled by the one and only Boogie Knight. With a flair for the dramatic on and off the screen, this exceptional individual has made his mark as a versatile screen and voice actor. Not just limited to the screen, he's a skilled facilitator and presenter effortlessly captivating audiences with his magnetic presence. Beyond his captivating performances, he takes immense pride in being the father of several rising football stars, nurturing their talents with unwavering support, as if that weren't enough excitement. He's now newly engaged to be married. Sorry, ladies, he's off the market. When he's not stealing hearts with his performances, you can find him honing his craft as an amateur carpenter infusing creativity and skill into every project known to be the revered king of the underbridge he brings light and laughter to even the most unexpected places truly a beacon of positivity mm -hmm, don't true. be surprised to catch him indulging in his love for fruit chewing gum as this passionate enthusiast finds joy in the simple things and he's the epitome of cool way cooler than the other guys on the program. Despite his larger-than-life persona, Thanks, he remains Linda. the most outgoing introvert you could ever meet, effortlessly blending the best of both worlds. Get ready to be mesmerized by the star of past week, next week. Here's the enigmatic Boogie Knight. Get ready, my <clears throat> Get ready. <laughs> Linda said it. Get ready, motherfuckers. Yeah, let the mesmerizing begin. <clears throat> now, let me ask you this. You had that. That was Linda Carter. That was Linda Carter. You can't get up right now, right? I mean, it's like you cannot be asked to go to the, the no, chalkboard. And, no, and write. no. Yeah. <laughs> Love my dark-haired women, and Linda Carter is... <laughs> Did she say that you're a passionate enthusiast about fruit chewing gum yeah yes, okay, chewing okay gum. gotcha yeah. yes but that's yep. true though isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> paul those are so nice man i know they i i was so great that our listeners <laughs> who admire us wow took Tim the time Heidecker, to, took the to write those up phil hendry yeah jeez <clears throat> so what's going on buggy oh man linda really set me up um so work it was kind of boring. Um, I <clears throat> I didn't. Okay, I'll just jump into it. So th there's a topic that um, I was a little. I didn't know to bring it up or not, but Chris, one of your stories, I'm like, okay, I'll go ahead and bring it up. And unfortunately, it's the theme of suicide. Oh my gosh. <sighs> So this week, our school had, uh, uh, JoJo School, Blue Valley Northwest, had a lockdown situation because there was reported of a weapon on the premises, yada, yada, yada. Turns out that this young individual tried to take their own life. Oh, my god! On the school premises. And, um, you know, just going back to what you were saying, Chris, like, it, I feel like mental health is so, such a touchy topic nowadays mm -hmm. that just needs to be more light brought to it and i think there's like mental health month or whatever it's like fuck that every every day is should be mental health day yeah to take care of ourselves and pay attention and take care of your loved ones 
um, this this individual sounds like was being horribly bullied uh. <clears throat> and felt that they um, you know had no outlet I'm assuming but um, yeah so I just wanted to bring that up not necessarily to talk about the situation but to just again bring light to yeah. the overall the overall topic so, by the way the the it's from the last thing I've heard the individual is okay meaning good. that they survived mm-hmm. the attempt but still so so we're going to have an interview with Dr. Allison Snowden next week okay good because the story you just told Unfortunately, we've heard too many young people doing that, right? Yeah. But now we're hearing older people. Yep. Yeah. Robin Williams? What? Do you, what? So, man, I want to know how to... I, I guess I want to ask the question how to see it in people and how to mm. approach people and make sure mm-hmm. you're checking in. But really, I want to make sure I'm seeing it myself. Yeah. And have enough courage to, like... Ooh, wow! I'm kind of getting a little out of control because it's a crazy world out there, folks. Yeah, there. And the more we talk about it, even on our you know little podcast here, trying to raise awareness, the more we remove the stigma yes. from it, yeah, and right. it, it taking the shame out of it, well, and you, just making it something. But here's the thing, with. okay? So, someone who's courageous that we know, uh, let's let's just call her Jane, yeah. is goes through cancer treatments. We're all curious about it. We have to. We do a, a food train. We're all proud of her for seeking help and doing the tough stuff. Well, there's other people going through a, say, a disease of mental health, mm-hmm. and they don't if you get the same. I'm going to put this on Facebook and let people know what right. I'm doing. Yeah, and I understand that. I you know it'd be hard to do that, but man, it's the same thing though. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. And this poor this poor guy that uh, is friends with Rhonda. I mean, yeah, poor fella. I know. You know, <clears throat> and you read articles about the guy, and he was the the best guy that Denver ever a- done. Everybody him. loved him, and yeah. he was the toast of the town. And yeah. they've got you know their senator giving quotes about what a great yes. guy he was in the newspaper. Like uh-huh. he had all the markers of success. And yeah, just and. Um, yeah, you know, I I met him one time and he was nice. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. nice. Guy. So there you go. He was very nice to my kids, and anybody yeah. that's nice to my kids, I'm cool with. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm glad you brought that up, Boogie. Yep. Yep. What else is going on? <clears throat> you- um. Yeah, work was just kind of boring this week. Last night we went to uh, a party of one of of's really good friends. Uh, their fiftieth party. So shout out to Tanya for turning fifty. All right. Happy oh. birthday. Um, she can kick. So we went to Tanner's in, is that Mission? I guess it's considered Mission. Oh. Um, and anyway, like, I, I knew that I wouldn't know anybody there other than the birthday party. So my anxiety was oh, <laughs> through <no>. the <clears throat> roof. And I think I've, so during my wonderful introduction from the Linda Carter, mm-hmm. she mentioned something about It's a, L-Y-N-D-A, too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Lyanda Carter. Um <laughs> Uh, like, she mentioned something about me being an introvert, and I, I truly think I've crossed over from being an introvert to a functioning recluse. <laughs> <laughs> I was so anxious and nervous to go to this thing, 
Um, but we went, and I ended up having a, a, a good time. And it's funny, I'm sitting there because I just ordered water, and that was crazy to begin with. Yeah, I ordered water, <clears throat> and then the... No, wait, what made you order water? Because wouldn't the natural thing be, I'm kind of nervous. Let me give myself so, a little bit to calm me down. So, of mm-hmm. has been talking to me, and she's like, hey, when your anxiety starts to take off like that, let's try to think of other things to do mm. other than your go-to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so, I was attempting to do that. And well, it, it, just, I don't want to interrupt you, yeah, but no. just to keep my lifestyle going, I disagree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to justify my life. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, as I'm sitting there drinking my water, anxiously interacting people that, with people that I could give two shits about, and I'm sure they could give two shits about me, the waitress comes back over with this huge cup of water, and she's like, um, yeah, like, um, uh, Here's an order for, uh, from Whitney from Whitney Davis. And I'm like, yeah, no, I already got my water. And she's like, are you sure? And, and I'm like, yeah. So she walks off. And then she comes back again looking all confused. And she says, Whitney Davis? I'm like, that, I'm not Whitney Davis. That's Whitney <laughs> Davis. So she goes over, and then she comes back, and she brings this huge cup of water back. Whitney sent it to you. My boo knows me. Yeah. It was not a huge cup of water. It was a massive fucking cup of Tito's and Tonic. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I made the effort, but she could see that I was struggling. So, uh, yeah, so she took care of me. So that, that was awesome. Uh, Man, so that, that, that is, that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good one. You ought to, you ought to try and hang on to her. I'm going to try to. Yeah. Speaking of which, segue into my next piece. Oh, yeah. Because we, this, is, this is the wedding planning part of hey, it. This, how did you know? <laughs> so we started looking for venue stuff. Oh, um, okay. And having, because again, it was a, a surprise to her. Like, we hadn't talked about it mm-hmm. um, and all that. And so, um, thank you, Paul. Keep that going for me, please. So, um, anyway, we, we we still haven't nailed down a date. We still haven't nailed down a venue. So, okay, we're going to so start. there's still a chance for her to change her mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all, right. all right. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, we, so, we're actually this week, we're going to. There's a. Damn it. I wish I remember the name. There's a place. Out here in Independence that she's really interested in. Hmm. And the Rhapsody? You know, I just said I wish I would remember the name. Even if you said it, I'd, oh, okay. I wouldn't know what it was. Okay. So maybe she can text or Facebook it in. Anyway, so that's all starting. Um, but during those conversations of where we're going, if it's going to be a destination, if it's going to be, you know, here in town and traditional, uh, we did talk about one huge thing. That I'd like to talk about here. Uh-oh. Okay. So, Paul, if the, you... The, the, I mean, it's open. Uh, uh, it's an open forum. Okay. <laughs> so Paul, if you can keep this music going. Okay. Um, one thing that we talked about... Whoa! Oh, sorry. I was grooving a little bit. Go ahead. Wow. So, again, we are not sure if it's going to be destination, if it's going to be here, if, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't know the date yet. But one thing that we have nailed down... Is that Chris? Would you do us the honor Hi. of officiating? Hey, Boogie, how is Whitney doing? <laughs> Thanks, Marshawn. You know that Beast Mode has dimples. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mar- that was a wrong Marshawn, please. Okay. Get out of here, Marshawn. <laughs> Chris, okay. would you do us the honor? 
of officiating our wedding. I would so love to do that. I would be very honored to. Hell yes. Would you really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Little buggy love. Yeah. Man. Thank you for thinking of me for that. Yeah. Of course. Wow. Okay, now wait a minute. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. What's your, what's, your, what's your record like on this? Oh, I, mean, I met your friend the yeah. other night that she, you did for her, and she's divorced. I know. I know. Well, hey, let's be clear. About 60% of marriages end in divorce. Okay. Regardless if you officiate yeah, or not. Yeah, whether I officiate or not. But somehow it's 99 with you? No. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I'm probably at about 40%. I think I'm better than so the average. So you're beating the average yeah. odds. Yeah. Four, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, when you can keep... I know a guy who's been married for... Um, I don't know. How long has he been married? He's been married for over 20 years uh-huh. to someone way out of his league. Yeah. And you performed that message. That yeah. Message. Yes, I did. Attorney Phil Lavoda is shocked. So I I think I think if you keep that one going... Yeah. Then, that works. That's nice. my biggest success story yeah. right there. Because yep. think of the reasons she would have. Oh, yeah. So many. Yeah. So, man, okay, well, yeah, I, I'm excited. As we get closer, we can talk about what you guys want. And, um, man, yeah, that's great. Hey, we both have our roles in the wedding. <laughs> right. I feel... Well, you're officiating. Yes. Imp- I'm in charge of the bachelor party. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And if you <laughs> and you need to let yes, me know we'll... the 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 contact with your wildest sibling because I want to interact with him or oh, her. Okay. Because they'll 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 get crazy too. We'll plan that together. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I thought you were going to say. We have our roles. Chris is going to be officiating. Uh-huh. And my role is going to be when they say, if there's anyone uh-huh. here. <laughs> and my uh-huh. role will be to object. Look to at your these union. dimples. That's that's uh, Marshawn then. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's exciting. Yeah. Because I don't know if you're, well, you have a wedding and then like a reception. We have no clue. Okay. But it'd be nice because you could go and then have a little nap when Chris is speaking. <laughs> you know, and then... And then you that's, know, that's neat. As you were talking in the lead up to it, I'm like, man, I wonder, you know, I don't, you're saying you don't know what it's going to be. So I'm like, I wonder if it's going to be like just immediate family or or will I get an invite? Like, will it be big <laughs> enough that I'll get to go? And then I get to officiate it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And see, I'm not even worried about that because I know I'm invited to the bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, which, which if I we, am the bachelor If we do it right. I will not be invited to the wedding. Yes, after that. True. That's how we'll gauge the success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, good choice. Yeah. The guy who married him. Oof. <laughs> that was a uh, Mr. The, Blocker. Yeah. Mr. Blocker. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. So. Yep. Another bald-headed charlatan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> charlatan. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Cool. So that's my week. Yeah. Very good, Paul. Um. I'll tell you guys what's been going on with me, and I put you, you guys through. Do you have an intro for yourself? Yeah. You know I do, because I, it, was, it was funny, because I put it out just for you guys. Mm-hmm. But then I got so many that came in for me. <laughs> okay, good. And, and to put you in the embarrassment, I might as well do mine, right? Yes, Steve please. Martin. Oh. Proud to introduce the legendary Paul Lavoda. 
As a silver medal stand-up comedian and a seasoned improv actor, Paul has honed his craft to perfection, leaving audiences in stitches wherever he goes. Beyond the stage, he seamlessly transitions into the role of a masterful facilitator, orator, and debater, commanding the room with his articulate charm and persuasive prowess. Mm -hmm. Known for his dynamic presence, he has also left an indelible mark as an experienced and dynamic radio personality, mm -hmm. channeling his innovative spirit into the creation of KCTK Radio. That is true. An endeavor that has reshaped the landscape of broadcasting. <laughs> wow. Plus, he has clearly mastered AI technology. <laughs> Not one to shy away from literary ventures. He has made his mark as a published novelist and screenwriter, oh, yeah. weaving captivating narratives that leave an imprint on the reader's imagination. Paul is not just a prominent figure on the cultural scene. He is also a revered community advocate and a tireless champion for homeowners, consistently fighting for the rights and well-being of his fellow citizens. As a thought leader for liberal Democrats, he continues to be a guiding force, championing progressive ideals and advocating for meaningful change. Having served as a distinguished state senator, Paul has cemented his legacy in the realm of politics, leaving an indelible impact on the fabric of his state's governance. Jeez. In his personal life, he finds immense joy in being the doting father of two fearless and talented performers that is and true. a beloved mm -hmm. husband serving as the pillar of support and love for his family. A passionate Beatlemaniac and Swifty, his love for pop music knows no bounds. Let's not forget his cherished companions, Gilly and Blue, who consider him their best friend, mm -hmm. highlighting his warmth and affection. <clears throat> Lastly, as the anchor of the past Week Next Week program, Paul's voice has become synonymous with insight, wit, and the unwavering dedication to keeping audiences informed and entertained. Mm -hmm. Go Chiefs and get ready to be inspired by the incomparable Paul Lavota. Wow. 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 I, love, I love the accent on his name. Paul Lavota. Accurate and earned, Paul. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about is that my wife got me a gift several months ago mm -hmm. and it's a shirt and it was too small for me being fat oh. then she returned it and then they sent the wrong one but they finally sent um, the right one that actually fits my fat self it is from uh, good good shirt thanks I'm sure I'm saying that wrong <laughs> internet thing where you give them some prompts about the person and they draw something about that person Oh, so my wife um, prompted see this. something about see it. It she yeah. she prompted something about me, like three things about me, right? Mm -hmm. One is that I do a podcast. Mm -hmm. One is um, I like the Beatles, and the other one is that uh, I love Gilly. Three, so, three pod, very good podcast, Gilly. Oh, well, it it really did take all three. Wow. Look at that. That's really cool. That is super that. cool. <laughs> look at Gilly. Hey, I think the guy's supposed to look like John Lennon. Oh, he totally does. Yeah. yeah. He looks like John Lennon if he had, like, was the guest star on an episode of Scooby-Doo. It's yes. that type of animation. Yeah. That is awesome. That is so cool, Paul. So, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. I love it. It's three prompts. <laughs> That's cool. Get yourself, get your uh, your friends and family. A little fun good shirt, thank shirt. You, I think is what it's called. Good shirt, thank you. Good shirt, yeah. thank you. Hey, had a wonderful week. I really like that. Um, 
I get to uh, I, on what I do during the week is uh, obviously prepare for this program, mm-hmm. and then uh, I get to go in the community and have some fun with. I learned a lot about independence this week. Oh, really? It was uh, neat. A little more about the uh, square. <clears throat> Did you know that it was it was uh, Liberty Street that they all went down the? They would have the wagon trains from on the square in Liberty all the way to the river. No. Because they get off in the river wow. and they just go. And Liberty, right there at Liberty is where they all started. No, I did not Crazy. know that. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that was nice. And then uh, had a great time with happy hour. was able to have a nice little happy hour with, with my uh, wife and then my friend Chris. And then his wife showed up. Yes. Met, met a new friend named Paige. Yes. Who knew something about me because she was one of the people who listened <laughs> before our show was actually started that day. Do you remember that? Yes. So oh, she, yes. So yes. she knew that. It was nice to meet her. Yes. I've met her before, but it was nice to interact with her a little bit. Then yesterday, of course, I um, it was. I told my wife, don't plan anything for Saturday because i got to get my backyard cleaned up. I just have to. I just mm-hmm. must. And then, I got, I, then it was like, well, come help me move a chair. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I actually got the backyard cleaned up. I because for months I've been thinking of excuses. Well, thanks right. for fitting in the, the help with the chair. Yeah. If you would have called any earlier, that Becker would not have been cleaned up. I would have been well, thank walking God around like I'm a hero helping you out or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. You did. And then the fish. And then they had a lovely, lovely dinner at Salvatore's. Mm, love the Salvatore's. really good. <clears throat> Their Diablo sauce. Guess oh, what I got? Good. Guess what I got? Uh, Sketty? No. Uh, Bill Vincenza. Um, the uh, chicken, chicken. Um, Spadini. Uh, chicken Spadini. Of course. Oh, love the Spadini. Yeah. yeah. Can I? <clears throat> can I make an assumption? Yeah. Salvatore's is Italian cuisine. Salvatore's is interesting because it's owned by. Uh, I think he goes by Sam Garozzo. He is a oh. relative of the Garozos. Fact, it's exactly like Garozzo. Yeah, I mean the oh, okay. the menu's the same, the atmosphere is the same. Yeah, gotcha. It's yeah, it's so, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, so it was a, it was a, just a, a lovely time, good. lovely time this weekend. That's nice. And I put I did a couple things this week uh, for the studio, trying to make your backdrops a little bit better. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Uh, I like it. And I hope you. We got to work on Chris's lighting. You look a little washed out. Yeah. One of our listeners said I look like a ghoul, mm-hmm. so you know. Yeah, you're a little washed out there. Boogie's looking good with yeah, the lights. Boogie's, I'm looking Boogie's a little bit better. Well lit. Yeah, a little bit better. But we're just so everyone knows, just so everyone knows, behind each one of us, we're on the air. <laughs> 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 but there's yeah. been a lot of news going on. Um, man, kind of depressing news. I just don't understand the the depressing news that we have, folks, is that Congress is, is, um, the Republican Congress is just so dysfunctional. Uh We have a president who has done an amazing job with everything, did a great speech the other night. Uh What a leader. And we can all, we all think, this is where I think is the consensus of the world. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Is he going to be doing a good job in five years? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
we have a former president being indicted and his main people flipping on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's also up in the polls. <laughs> I know. So with that, let's look see what the uh, what the news quiz gives us, and uh, I just don't I don't understand this world, everybody. I need you to help me. Whoa. Okay, let's okay, do you this. Guys ready? Yeah, maybe I'm on the wrong screen here. Okay, this is a CNN news quiz. Okay, you ready? Yep. Okay. President Joe Biden made an extraordinary wartime visit this week to which country? Uh, Israel. That's right, Israel, yeah. President Biden visited Israel in the dramatic show of support for the country as it works to eliminate Hamas, the Islamic group that controls Gaza. Um, are you seeing... Last week we were a little, we were a little disgusted with uh, some of the lefties and how they mm-hmm. just blanketly were against uh, Israel and... and for basically for terrorists. For the, yeah, for the yeah. Do you see more of that this week? I didn't. I got tired of watching <clears throat> yeah. and hearing it and Yeah. So what so so what happened? No, just just kind of what we talked about last week. I haven't seen more of oh, it. Oh, you haven't seen more. Just, okay, okay. Except a c- couple members of Congress. You know. Did yeah. you see them? Part of no. the squad. Oh, yes, oh, I boy. did. Yeah, Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very uh, irresponsible. So were they borderline yeah. just pro Hamas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? And luckily, they're a part of the Democratic Party that, um, you know, I say I'm part of, and embarrasses the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Although I haven't, I haven't seen uh, AOC do any of this stuff yet. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I feel, I feel like the far left is starting to get as bad as the far right. I know because. They're on the TikTok listening to the fake stuff too. They're not. Oh wow! Yeah, maybe just extremism is yes. something extremism to watch out general. for. Right. Yeah, extremism. So the extremism in Israel, where they, where you have bitten at Yahoo, who's been bad. Everyone hates mm-hmm. them. And then the extremism in the Arab world that produces Hamas. Yeah. Yep. Extremism in the people that storm on January sixth. Extremism that, I mean, the really. Really, anti-Semitic Democratic uh, Congress people. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be from Middle America. Okay, one for one, guys. Woo-hoo. Where will next month's Republican presidential debate take place? I think it's Miami in Benive, Miami. Yeah, welcome to Miami, everybody. Now I know that you guys both watched uh, and fully watched and took notes and figured out who you liked, ranked. I think you're in a in a fantasy f- league for these guys. Oh, sure. Yeah. Are you going to watch the third debate? Uh, no. Yeah. No. no, I've had no interest. Is is Trump not participating? In no. It? No. No. And it's it's going to be carried by NBC and a lot of people are upset because NBC's partnering with like Salem Broadcasting, which is a really right-wing um oh, really? outfit and another out, out just just to get Views. Mm-hmm. These news people don't care anymore. Um, they they're so they they think that this uh, they try to be balanced or um, what am I trying to say? Um, both sides. Yeah, it's, it's the it, both sideism. Yeah, which is just just give me the facts, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If someone's lying, tell them they're lying. Okay, two mm-hmm. for two. This is easy this week. Oh my God, Chris will know this one. 
Which major pharmacy chain filed for bankruptcy this week? The Drug Emporium. No, Rite Aid. <laughs> That's right, Rite Aid. Yeah. You guys remember Drug Emporium? Yeah. Yeah. Sing it. Say, have you heard about the Drug Emporium? We've got savings so big, you'll need a shopping cart. Oh. Yeah, I remember that yeah. song a lot. And then you go in there, and it was yeah, like, thanks. And then you go in there, and like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just another Skags. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, God. Yeah, you remember Skags? Yeah, I remember Skags. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, part of the reason that they they are getting smoked by CVS and Walgreens, and somehow they Rite Aid was I heard was wrapped up with the um, the dope sick stuff. What's oh. the name of the... What's it called again? Yeah, well, we're finishing up Dope Sick now, but we watched Painkiller before that. They're yeah. both about the yeah the OxyContin yeah. crisis. Yeah. And uh, I also heard that it, it's a good buy. Go If someone wants to make money, buy Rite Aid right now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there any Rite Aids in our town? I, I haven't seen I haven't one seen forever. Now, yeah. Okay, where do you guys get your... We're old men. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do you get your uh, prescriptions at? I go to the CVS. I do as well. Now, I do too, and they've limited hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was told the other day, someone told me that uh, they went to CVS, and it was someone from Texas who had to be flown in to help because wow. there's something going on with pharmacy workers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not enough of them, or CVS is treating them bad and not paying them enough. The CVS that um, that I normally go to had a sign up about a month ago that they were hiring, and they're like, "No, in the pharmaceutical area, mm-hmm. no experience needed." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I don't need me back there. No, no. Right. drugs together <laughs> to give people." And I'm like, yeah, they, "That's dangerous they are, for everybody. They are really dangerous." Oh, and what's really frustrating Desperate. is, I don't know if you guys are in the same boat. It's like, well, I don't like this service. I want. You know, a little more convenience and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think I'll change. Can't because that's part of my um, health care oh, program. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so when Rite Aid falls and then you only have two choices to go to things, it becomes really frustrating because why would they need to give you service? You have to come here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is a little scary. And quite frankly, Five, ten years ago, couldn't care less about it. Now, as old man, yeah. gotta, need to know I need my medication. Yeah. You need your meds, buddy. Yeah. I don't know if I want to walk in the CVS and see Chris back there. No, you don't. No. Oh, out drugs. If that happens, you turn right around and walk out. Viagra! <laughs> Who yeah. ordered the Viagra? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Limpdick? Mr. Limpdick, <laughs> we got your <laughs> Viagra. Hey, everyone. He uses Viagra. Hey He's getting Viagra. I'm saying it into the microphone <laughs> over the speakers. God. Uh, pick up for Viagra for Mr. Chris Warning. Chris Warning, Viagra. We don't need that. That's, that's no, no, that doesn't need you to You don't happen. need it, Chris. You don't mm-hmm. need it. No. You need it at all. Okay. Uh, question number four. Which popular travel destination reported a widespread rise in bed bugs this fall? Ooh. I've heard about this. Oh. It, is it Paris? It is Paris. Okay, I, yeah. I thought it was France somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, I wanted to mention this, that I have neighbors who are on a uh, 
Mediterranean cruise. Oh, they must be fancy people. They are, and they um, yeah, they got a pool. Yeah, and they got a pool too. Uh, See? They do. You called it. And so they went to France, Spain, Italy, um, and then Greece. Wow. They say that uh, Florence, Italy is the best place they've went to so far. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what was interesting is they're in Barcelona or Cannes. I don't remember which. <clears throat> and they run into Salvatore Perez. I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah. yeah I'm like, what? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Wow. That is I was, super cool. I was wondering if they traveled together, but it was just a, a yeah. chance meeting. Yeah. And Salvatore Perez, he can go... I mean, he can Kansas City. He probably in the country. He's recognized everywhere. But maybe in Spain, he's trying to, you know, relax. And then you have these yahoos. Yeah. Selfie! <laughs> Selfie! Kansas City! Let's go Royals! <laughs> and he's like, oh, God. Yeah. I think I will retire. You know? <laughs> so, anyway. I understand. That's pretty cool. I understand that <clears throat> he is a very nice person. Very oh. nice man. Have you guys ever had the chance to meet him? I've met him once. Nice, nice interaction. Yeah, super, super friendly guy. Yeah, just unassuming and. I wonder. I I wonder. I hope he. I hope he is a uh, Neil Smith type, Lynn Dawson type, Mm. and George Brett type for that matter. That stays in stays around Kansas City. Yeah, Trent Green. Yeah. Well, I, I just mentioned people who. One stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, sorry, Trent. Okay. I'm sure Trent's listening. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, Trent. You didn't win shit. Yeah. Okay. uh, (laughs) All right. Question four for four. Yeah. Look at us. Oh, boy. Here we go. I wonder if I'll know this one or not. (laughs) Which pop singer released a concert film that set a record at the box office? Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran. What the hell? What's happening? Oh, boy. Um, the answer is Taylor Swift. Hey. Yeah. Have you guys seen this movie yet? No. I have not. I know you, you went and saw it at the drive-in movie theater. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. She's very, she's such a good songwriter. So many different, I'm sorry, folks. She started as country. She has a country song. She has a... Mm -hmm. R&B, she has a rap song. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's old hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Just, she can do it all. You know, I don't know much about her, but I will say, um, Jane, I think this coming Friday, is going with a couple of friends to see the concert movie. So she's been listening to Taylor Swift in the car as we've been driving around. And, the, yeah, the breadth of her repertoire is yeah. amazing. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Cool. And she's a Chiefs fan that will be, yeah, that will be hanging out with the texter mm-hmm. today. It's pretty cool. I I don't think you can... I, I'm trying to think of who you can compare her to. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of comparison with the Beatles and Beatlemania. But I think it's more Frank Sinatra. Really? And here's why. Because Frank Sinatra in himself is like almost like a genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so you go into, into Salvatore's Italian restaurant, and you're going to be listening to um, old, I, what would you call it, pop music of the 40s and 50s. But yeah. it's always it's always Frank Sinatra. Oh, blue eyes. Yeah. 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 Just the dominance of that form of music, you know? So anyway. Yeah, he was the crooner, I guess. Yeah. So that's, that's oh, looks like we have a call. What? 
You're on past week, next week with Chris and Paul starring Boogie and introducing the texter. How are you, sir? Hello? Can you hear us? Bob Bacon, Bob Bacon. Can you hear us? Come in, come in, Bob Bacon. Hello? <laughs> okay, Great. let's do the audio settings here real quick. Oh, oh, man. The one caller we ever got. Yeah, we finally got a caller. Jeez. Really thought we were going places. Mm. Well. Are you guys pretty upset by it? or? Well, yeah, especially I, I saw who the caller was, so I know it was going to be very witty and insightful. <laughs> Maybe this text has something to do with that. Oh, okay. Is this person texting in as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what do they want to talk about? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, he's a he's a superstar in his own right. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, here we go. Welcome to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul, starring Boogie, introducing the texter. How are you, sir? Hello. How are you guys doing? Now, who's this? This is Jack all up in your face. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, bud? You guys, I wanted to call and let you guys know I'm giving you a hot, a hot new sports update. Are you ready? For okay, it? hold on one oh. second. Oh. Here's his own theme song. Oh, cool. I'm gonna jack it where the sun always shines. He's gonna jack it. Spread the word. He's gonna jack it. TK Radio. <laughs> What's going on, Jack? So you have a hot right. sports tip for us, huh? Yeah, everybody hold on to your seats. Okay. 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 So yesterday was the homecoming for the University of Central Missouri. Okay. Oh, mule ball. Yeah. And they, and, they, and they had a football game yesterday. Okay. And let me just tell you guys what. I'm pulling up the stats for you. We're gonna get we're gonna get accurate here for you. Whoa. Yep. So Emporia State came to town yesterday, Warrensburg, and they got their asses beat seventy seven to twenty seven by oh. the Mules football. Wow. Wow. We're the, the quarterback the quarterback for the UCM Mules is some transfer from his name is Zach Zerbowski from Southern Illinois. Okay. And he transferred in this year. He's a he's a junior, and he is number one in every single football statistic for a quarterback in D two, uh, for our our MIAA uh, league. So wow, UCM, UCM has only lost one game, and Whoa. they're probably going to go to the playoffs. Nice, and it's actually going to be really cool. Have they played the the Bearcats yet? Um, I. I think we already did. I will yeah. tell you that because that's always the second. that's always the toughest. Uh, you know, the, opponent the Bearcats are having a down year Good. this year. This Good. this yeah. would be the year for somebody else to step up in the MIAA. You know what? I, I'm on the Mule bandwagon. Well, I'm glad Go Mules! I'm on, the, I'm on the Mule bandwagon too, guys. For uh, sure, you're it, one it, of the it, distinguished it, alumni of that school. Let me tell you. I will tell you. We'll tell you. What games has happened so far? If I okay, can find I just I'm happy it beat Emporia. I know someone who attended there for a bit, and oh. f him. Oh, do you now? And f yeah. him. Yeah, you know. And then I know someone who attended Northwest mm-hmm. and f him too. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. Hurts a little bit, mm-hmm. but deserved. Yeah, and I would never <laughs> have either one of them do my 
uh, wedding. I just want to say that. Ah, uh, okay. Got it. You probably figured it out now. I buddy. did. It just. So yeah. what do you yeah. what do you think, uh, Jack? Who happens to be all up in your face? Oh, I can't find what games what games we played okay. in the past. So I'm sorry. Well, I can't tell. I can't tell what's up. I guess I, I guess I'm not very good at this. Game. Oh, I do right here. Okay, so we played. Northwestern, we beat them forty-one to thirty-eight. That was back in September. Wow! Yeah, spank the Bearcats. Yeah, we only lost. We lost one game to Pitt State in Kansas, and we lost by one point, thirty-seven to thirty-eight. Yeah, the Gorillas are usually good too, aren't they? We've gotten at least thirty thirty-five points in every single football game. Man. Well, that's, that's fun, man. That's kind of cool. It's, you can follow your your college team, and they're doing well. Yeah, how it did, was super. I didn't go. I didn't go to the game yesterday. I was in Orangeburg, and I still didn't go to it. I was uh, watching other football games. I just because nobody knew that obviously what the result would happen happened. But were, um, were you at, the, gone, were you at the famed uh, bunker? Do what? Were you at the bunker? Uh, yes, I was. Nice, nice. So it was a fun time, huh? Yeah, guys. There's your sports update. Um, and um, I'm glad to be calling into the, into the show. Yeah, Are thanks. you guys all doing Is it you guys doing okay? Yeah. Yeah, doing good. good. And thanks. you're doing good? Yeah. Uh, uh, you, um, you you go to Nebraska a lot. How's Nebraska's team doing? Oh, <laughs> oh they're just a train wreck. Okay. Um, they, did, they, did, they did win yesterday. <laughs> Which was pretty cool, um, but that's pretty much all. Uh, it's it's all bad. That's okay. just, I, I can't get any any more into it. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for the all update. Right. I'm trying to find um, on my soundboard where we had the Jack uh, News Jack Sports Report, but I can't find it. Do you remember uh, that, Jack? I do. I do remember that. Because all he did was talk about the uh, the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> was it it was the only thing he talked about they won the championship did you guys know that they won the stanley cup back in 2018 not sure if you guys figured that out yet <laughs> yeah and for uh for newer fans of our show or folks newer to kctk radio jack all up in your face is a prominent uh member of the hall of fame here at kctk mm-hmm. uh whoa i didn't know i didn't know i was inducted into the hall of fame sure yeah oh yeah no your jersey's oh, on the wall man nobody else can wear your number um i love that but he was uh, on one of the the original shows on this station, right? Yeah, and it's amazing that uh, he moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but it's it's fun to follow his success, knowing it all started here, yeah. and none of his success yeah. would be possible if it wasn't for KCTK. Yeah, that's right. exactly right, guys. All right. Well, thank you, Jack, for calling. Of course. Love I you, hope Jack. you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. Okay. Um, and uh, go Chiefs and enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Go hey, Chiefs. hey, thanks, Jack. See, you guys can give us a call, too, and uh, tell us something we had no idea about at 913-735-0060. But you can't do it right now because we're taking a break. Woohoo! And we'll be back with more Past Week next week with Chris and Paul. Starring Boogie and introducing the texter.
looking at the past seven days so you don't have to. You can join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We've been told that perfect mornings exist for the lucky few. That morning people own the waking hours. But the truth is, mornings belong to all of us. Your mornings are what you make of them. All it takes is saying yes. Starbucks morning yes. Look for Starbucks coffee in a grocery store near you, then sit back and enjoy the exceptional taste of Starbucks at home. Hi, this is Chickless Goose from Counterclockwise KC. Listen to our program each and every Saturday and Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio. Personality Driven Radio. Hi guys, it's your old friend Paul from KCTK Radio, reminding you again to download the KCTK Radio app. You're listening and you're going, I don't need the app, but you do need the app. Here's why. It's free, okay? You already got Candy Crush, all kinds of jack leg apps on your phone. It's free. Yeah, it's just give it for free. And then if you ever want to participate live sometime, you can put the notification on there. Also, you always can get the podcast on there as soon as they come out. So it's a fun thing to do. I'm asking you. I'm pleading with you. Please. You're going to have fun. I, I've noticed something about you. You're, you need to relax a little bit. You know, you need to kind of chill out. Get away from TikTok. Yeah, get away from TikTok for a little bit and listen to the KCTK radio app. It's free. It will get into your brain. And it will never leave you. So join us on the KCTK Radio app and have fun for once in your life. Do it the KCTK podcast way. I'm excited to tell you about Bronco Blue Cheese Dressing. Blue cheese dressing with a little kick. Bronco Blue is an artisan-made salad dressing dip created in small batches. It is like no other salad dressing you've ever had. And it's made right here in Kansas City. Bronco Blue Cheese Dressing is made by our favorite chef here in Kansas City, Stephanie Broncato. And Stephanie's been making this dressing since she was 10 years old. This is her secret recipe and one of the only ones she won't share with you because it's that good. Bronco Blue is a small batch artisan made blue cheese dressing with only the finest ingredients with no preservatives. It is like no other blue cheese dressing you've ever had. And you folks should try a jar today you won't regret it and you can get it by the pint or half pint your choice bronco blue cheese dressing the official dressing of kctk radio now i want you to go right now to www.broncobluecheesedressing.com again it's www.broncobluecheesedressing.com to place your order today get bronco blue cheese dressing blue cheese dressing with a little kick and tell them that Bo. The official Bronco of Bronco Blue Cheese Dressing sent you. May I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Yeah? What's the most important meal of the day? They say it's breakfast. Uh-huh. You've heard that before, I right? I have, yeah. What would you say, Boogie? I would say, uh, yeah, I've heard it is breakfast, and for me personally, I enjoy breakfast the okay. most. Okay. 
That's why Big Breakfast has sent fake news to you guys, and you guys have been completely whitewashed. What? What? It Who actually gaslit. Yes, it's actually lunch. Oh, okay. Monday through Thursday lunch. <laughs> yeah. Because Those a lot of specific days. Yes, because a lot of times you're working, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you need you need something good and hearty and delicious mm-hmm. to break up your day. When I say good, hearty, and delicious, there's only one name that comes to mind for you guys yeah. and for the listener. That's Lakewood Local. And so I want you guys to check out the most important meal of the day, lunch at Lakewood Local. <laughs> because every day they have a special lunch menu. Really? It's only $9.99. That's a good price. Okay? Listen to this, this lineup. Okay. Monday, a pub burger and fries for only $9.99. God. I had a pub burger the other night. It was delicious. Yeah, they got good burgers. Okay. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Check this out. Beef or chicken tacos with chips and salsa for $9.99. And I can choose my own meat. Your choice. Wednesday. Chris. We'll see Chris there Wednesday. Wings and fries. Um... You wing me. Oh, I love a chicken wing. Yes, mm. I do. You yes, love I do. You had them just the other just I the did. other night. Yeah, they're Nashville hot wings. If you go there, pro tip, get the Nashville hot chicken Nashville wings. Nashville hot. Ooh. And then finally, yeah. Screw you, Betty's Luncheonette. Try the tenderloin and fries Ooh. on Thursday for only nine ninety nine. Yeah. Uh you gotta have a purchase of a beverage. Well, That's required. Well, yeah, I mean that kind of goes without saying. So Go to Lakewood Local, save some money, have some delicious food, and tell them, Charlie and Hank sent you. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of dramatic pause there. Yeah. Well, it was kind of a tip of the hat to them. Oh, okay. To Charlie and Hank. Are they the official dogs of Lakewood? That's right. The official dogs okay. of the Lakewood Local. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Do you pass week next week? Chris and Paul, starting booking, and <laughs> I love that it's so long, and you have to say it every time. Yeah. And the texter's gone, by the way. Okay, yeah. he's he's off to cheer on the Chiefs and say hello to Taylor I'm Swift. Sure, he's tailgating with Taylor Swift he right now. He probably is. So that getting bring, drunk with her, getting drunk, you know, add to his list of celebrities that he's gotten intoxicated <laughs> with. Which brings us right to showbiz news, and my guess is. I'm thinking either Taylor Swift or the texture will be included in this. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. We'll see. It's got to be one of them. At yes, least. at least. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll kick it off. We'll see. Rolling Stones performed star-studded surprise set at album release party. The Rolling Stones performed at a New York City club to celebrate the release of their new album, Hackney Diamonds. The band hit Racket NYC to perform their first album of new material in 18 years. Questlove played DJ as Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ronnie Wood took the stage. They performed seven songs from the new album along with some classic hits. Jagger told the crowd the band would play some old and we're going to play some new. Are you guys into the Rolling Stones at all? I, I, I am not. I, I have great respect for yeah. their yeah. music catalog and the length of time they've been performers. And Jane was listening to this yesterday, I think, in the car, the new album. Oh, our show? Oh, okay. Yeah. I <laughs> I really, I like the sound of it. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't heard new rock 
music in a long time. Yeah. And it's just good, clean rock I always and roll. tell myself I'm going to get into their and start listening to their albums more, but I never do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel I put them in a category. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan. I like them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I won't go out and. But there's a lot of bands from that era that, and it may be a generational thing, but like Bob Dylan. Mm hmm. Stones, I hate to say it, even Jimi Hendrix, who mm. was a huge influence of one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists. But and you I'm know like, you should know them, right? I know I should know them. Yeah. And when I hear their stuff, I like it, yeah. but I wouldn't consider myself a fanatic. Yeah. Like the true meaning of the word fan. I should dive into them more. I think. Yeah. Especially yeah. the guy that loves the Beatles. So yeah, much. as much as you yeah. love the Beatles, that would be interesting. And I was wondering why Mick Jagger showed up on SNL the, last night. I'm like, oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. There's got to be something. And it was just the weirdest little bit part. Yeah. And then he's just gone. And I'm like, he's got to be promoting something or there's a reason. They say so the Lord Michaels, Lord yeah. Michaels friends with all those. I'm with sure. Paul McCartney and I'm Paul sure. Simon and Mick Jagger. and Dang. Uh, I think I saw a clip of a Bill Hader um, doing an imitation of Lord Michael, the way he would just name drop somebody. <laughs> <laughs> me and so and so, me and Mick were at the eating lunch the other day. Like, Stop it! <laughs> when he does it, does he sound like Doctor Evil? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh-huh. I'm sure everybody knows, but Doctor Evil is modeled off of Lorne Michaels. Yeah, and I think that same clip. It's Conan O'Brien interviewing Bill Hader, and they say everyone has their own Lorne Michael <laughs> imitation. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, Lorne Michael, they always speculate will retire and someone will take over. I've heard that for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. The speculation was Seth Meyer, mm-hmm. Tina Fey, but mm-hmm. here's here's I want to I want to throw this one out. Keenan Thompson. Well, I why was is, say, else is Keenan Thompson staying around that, for so long? Yeah, I was going to say that was the latest rumor that I actually heard. Yeah, I oh, think you that did. makes okay. more yeah, sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's been he's he is the longest tenured the person, right? Longest, yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Okay, back to me, Chris. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, here we go. Taylor Swift has given theaters a sugar rush. What you they need it. to is a steady drip of hits. If you think about 2023 shaping up to be the year the blonde women bailed out of the movie industry, with Taylor Swift's concert film, Taylor Swift The Heirs Tour, providing a shot of adrenaline to the fall after Barbie helped offset several high profit flops during the summer. While theater owners ha- have every right to be thrilled seeing people fill seats or even dancing in front of them, the highs associated with these standouts don't provide enough of the boost to replace what they really need, <clears throat> namely a steady drip of hits. So while the This Is Far Harvest is surely welcome, it is so often true a swift solution, get it, isn't likely to be <laughs> an funny. enduring one. Well, here's, here's some solutions for you folks, okay? Yeah. Number one, settle up with the actors so they can make stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they still on strike? Yeah, they said it was solved and I then it, was it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't number know. Two. Yeah. <laughs> you said number two. Yeah. We love <laughs> comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we don't love every movie being a comic book movie. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gone a bit far. <clears throat> it really has. And we're comic book guys. Yes. Yeah. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. Um also, this is my last suggestion. I want to hear what you guys think. There's a, there's a genre that you need to look about uh, called comedies. Comedies oh, that you make for uh-huh. the movie theater, which you don't anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know if you're worried about being canceled because clearly, uh, what uh, Blazing Saddles, Animal House, never oh, could be made now. No, no. But there's certainly some comedians out there that you could. That is interesting. I feel like any new comedy movie is it goes straight to streaming. Mm-hmm. They're not at the theaters, yep. right? Yeah, right. And you got the streaming. You know, you got a lot of like. Uh, Adam Sandler now does his stuff on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to start paying Adam Sandler and these people more money to keep the th- in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, that's rough. Go. What's your guys' suggestion to fix movie theaters? Oh, I didn't come prepared to fix movie theaters today. <laughs> um, Do you guys like that you pick your seat now? Uh, you know what it's done for me? It's made me see less movies, okay. and I'll tell you why. And you're a moviegoer. I used to be a moviegoer. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But now we look ahead. Um, you guys know I love my wife dearly. Yeah, you do. Yeah. She has a disease. I can't remember the name of it. but Websinol? That's it. No, I don't know. Uh, sounds impact her way more than other people. She gets really irritated. So if we're in a movie and there's a lot of people and there's a lot of like candy, cellophane, cr- or popcorn crunching... It irritates her so much she can't enjoy the movie. So before, we would go and just hope that the theater wouldn't be too full. Now, if we look ahead, like, yeah, that's too full. We're not going to see that. Uh, Not going to see it. Sensation. Is that or something like that? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. But it's a real condition. It's a real thing. Yeah. So noises just like are like a nail file in her brain. And, and, And Boogie, you're a moviegoer, but you go by yourself. I do often go by myself. Um, I I just you know, that's the, the introvertedness, but um, I don't mind the pre-selected seat. Um, I'm not sure if it really has an impact on me because I do love the movie experience so much. I would often um, or usually get there well ahead of time anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. I guess it's just convenient to know if you happen to be running late, that know that. Your seat secure, yeah. or whatever. But it's not really price anymore either. Movies don't cost that much to go to. Uh, I mean, well, there, yeah. <laughs> depending on which style of theater, that's you go it. To, yeah, it if can, you're going to an IMAX, it's it going to jump up there. Yeah, twenty bucks a ticket or something. Hmm. Okay. And now you're paying for the premium seats. Like if you want to yes. sit in the middle, you're going to have to pay uh, more. You pay extra for like middle, mm-hmm. middle. Yeah. So you cut the prices, you get more people in, folks, okay? I think another huge... Well, you already said this, though. Um, In addition to things going straight to streaming, I feel like things, even when they're launched at the theater, they still get to streaming a lot faster than they used to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if if it's a movie and it's like, "Ah, I'd like to see that, but it's not like an absolute, like, I got to be there opening night. Then it's like, it'll be on streaming in I, 30, I don't know 45 how you, days. I don't know how you saw that one because that's that's me. That's every time. Barbie. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I don't want to tell it's streaming. Yeah. yeah. It'll give it another week, yeah. two weeks from now. And then, it's, then I saw it pop up on um, HBO to the max. Yeah. And then you click it and then you got buy it at this time. Well, I'll just wait till I can rent it or just stream it for free. Yeah. Back yeah. to you, Chris. Oh, hey, thanks, we, Paul. We just solved the movie industry again. Man, look at us. 
Britney Spears recalls feeling like a child robot <laughs> under conservatorship <laughs> in new memoir. In an exclusive interview with People magazine to promote her forthcoming memoir, The Woman in Me, Spears talked about feeling ready to open up about her life story. Over the past 15 years, or even at the start of my career, I sat back while people spoke about me and told my story for me, she told the publication. After getting out of my conservatorship, I was finally free to tell my story without consequences from the people in charge of my life. Spears' 13-year conservatorship ended in November 2020. 21, giving her back power over her financial and medical decisions. Hmm. There you now, go. what was the name of the book again? Um, the Woman in Me. I thought I saw that at the old Chelsea many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So her fourth memoir, like... It, forthcoming. Right? Yeah, forthcoming. Not not her fourth one. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like... I mean, doesn't that kind of dilute the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your fourth one? Tell my life story again yeah. for the fourth time. Oh, here okay. we go. Oh, I'm with you. I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> what were you? Were you guys going to read this book? Uh, Not really literary fans, I'll, are you? I'll yeah. probably wait for the movie adaptation until after it's been in the theater and then it's streaming yeah. at home. But you're, oh, you but, beat me to it. <laughs> but you have a master's. Don't you have a master's in English? I do. In yeah. literature, kind of. Yeah. 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 Isn't this right up your alley? Dude? Well, yeah, great literature is my passion mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, I probably will be. I th- I thought it was called Bad Things About Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the name of it. I think there is a little bit of that in there. Yeah. yeah. She, she was dishing on it. Yeah. Did you hear that story? Yeah. It's yeah. like, come on. They're telling yeah. her story for the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he now tell it tell it sticks. I mean, back to oh. me, back to me, Chris. Here's some. Here's a couple that we care about. Mm-hmm. We love all their attention that they get. Will Smith sh- showers sure Jada Pinkett <sighs> Smith, Pinkett Smith, with their brutal romance with praise. Separate or not, they seem to remain a great deal of love between uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Smith reportedly showed up in Pinkett Smith's hometown of Baltimore on Wednesday night for a promotional event for her new memoir, Worthy. I just really wanted to come out and just say, just be here to hold it down for you the way you have held it down for me, Smith said. We have a very, very long and tumultuous. Thanks. (laughs) We call it brutal. Pinkett Smith recently revealed during an interview that she and her husband have been living completely separate lives since 2016. Did she show up on SNL? Pinkett Smith? Yeah. No, not that I know Was of. Was there an invitation of her? Uh, on, on Update? <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. Right, we we, we didn't watch the whole thing, by the way. Okay, all right. Yeah, we got to finish it today. Probably should have been. I saw a thing uh, yesterday. I didn't dive into it, but it was a headline that Meryl Streep and her husband are still married but have been living completely separate lives for the last five years. Hmm. Maybe this is the new hot Hollywood thing. Why? I don't know. I don't understand. I I saw that clip that, that the article was talking about where Will's up there and they're both on stage and he's like hugged up on her and she's yeah. emotional and he and he makes a line something like, uh, imagine loving someone truly unconditionally. And I'm like, Okay, that's deep. I yeah. guess it's cool. I couldn't do it. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. And Um and I were sitting there laughing, and she was like, 
I'll be damned if I'm going to keep loving you <laughs> after you've had entanglements with someone yes. else. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't and know. the entanglements are bad, right? Yeah, but the then, public explaining that the entanglements are bad. Well, and the, the humiliation at the concert or at the Oscars, mm-hmm. and then just this humiliation of we're separated. And, and her nonstop talking about Tupac. Tupac. I'm like, yeah. people didn't know that you were separated, which I don't know if that makes it any worse or not. But it's like, during the time, you're constantly talking about the true love of your life. Yeah. yeah. Who's not the person that you're with. Right. Well, or or separated from. Separated but, from. It. Yeah. It's just, but it's, it's like he just know. can't get enough humiliation. Yeah. Like, maybe it's a fetish thing for him or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you are. All up to date on everything important in showbiz. Showbiz. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a special feature uh, this week oh, because okay. I usually plan them, and then uh, these guys don't really do anything with it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So I guess I'll, I'll just kind of warn the listeners that we're we're gonna do some interviews. Yeah. So we're going to do an interview with Dr. Snowden about mental health next time. And then nice. we're going to have another interview with Mr. Direct. Mr. Direct is a comedian out of uh, Minneapolis. Oh. And he does a Sunday morning show where he talks about all kinds of different things with his friends. What? Seems like a weird concept. Yeah. yeah. On a Sunday take. morning? That's crazy. Yeah. Stupid. So we're trying to see not only if we interview him, which we can, he said we could. But also, maybe we can do like a like a co. Yeah, he's like a crossover he's, episode. Yeah, like a crossover. yeah, I think we easily do it with Zoom. We okay. just he could be recording us, and we could be. It's like the old Marvel team up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Will we be the thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. From that's the weird. From our perspective, we would be the thing. From his perspective, he would be the thing. Yeah. Or it could be the old Marvel 2-in-1, and we could be Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. See, DC had... Uh, um, they had the world's finest, which was always Superman and Batman teaming up. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Which was always awesome. Then they had Brave and the Bold, which was Batman teaming up with another person. I thought that was a soap opera. No. Okay. And then they had... I think it was as well. DC Presents... Hmm. Which was Superman teaming up with? Oh, okay. Uh, that was my favorite, obviously. Well, sure. You're yeah. a Superman guy. Yeah. Did you read either any of those? I did some of the world's finest, and I don't know why I couldn't get into the Brave and the Bold. Really? Being a Batman dude, I, yeah. I don't know. I think I just like my Batman by himself. Yeah. yeah. He's the Dark Knight. Yeah. He's a dark boogie knight. He's a dark boogie knight. <laughs> Okay, so let's just uh, let's get you ready for next week. Oh yeah, um, uh, the way we do that is through uh, headlines and predictions. We we read stories and then we add a little funniness in there because you know everything shouldn't be so serious, folks. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you said at the top of the show, Paul, that uh, the news was depressing this week. Mm-hmm. So let's turn it around a little bit. Huh? Let's bring a little levity oh, let's do to it. this stuff. Let's do it. All right. President Biden said in an Oval Office address that Americans must stand by Israel and Ukraine to ensure the United States continues to serve as a beacon to the world. History has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, when dictators don't pay a price for their aggression, they keep going, Biden said. 
He reportedly will ask Congress for $14 billion in emergency aid for Israel, another $60 billion to help Ukraine continue fighting Russia's invasion, invasion and another $2 billion to be kicked up to the big guy. <laughs> Paul? Thanks, Chris. Repres Representative Jim Jordan pushed for a third vote on his bid to become House Speaker, even as he was bleeding support. He said he would back a proposal to give Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry more power so the House could get some work done. The plan crumbled after several far-right lawmakers opposed it in a tense meeting. Then, after losing his third-floor vote to be Speaker, Jordan also lost a secret ballot among GOP members on whether to keep him as the nominee. Jordan quickly hired Rudy Giuliani to protest the legitimacy of the vote and have asked the Proud Boys to hang Mike Pence because that may make him speaker somehow. Chris? Hey, thanks, Paul. Um, similar theme here on this one, so that's kind of fun. Sidney Powell, a lawyer who helped former President Trump challenge his 2020 election loss, pleaded guilty to reduce charges tied to Trump's effort to reverse Georgia's election results. Powell, who once promised to release the Kraken to support Trump's unfounded claim the election was stolen by fraud, agreed to testify against her co-defendants. This news was followed by a press release from Rudy Giuliani, who claims <coughs> Powell stole her trademark phrase from him and that he was the one who originally released the Kraken that one time he farted on Jenna Ellis. <laughs> Paul? Thanks, Chris. Sure. The Army has charged Private Travis King, the U.S. soldier who fled to North Korea in July, with desertion and other crimes. King, 23, is also accused of possession of child pornography, uh, assaulting fellow soldiers, and disobeying a superior officer. He dashed over the border from South Korea just before he was to be sent home for disciplinary actions. King's mother said he, she was extremely concerned about his mental health and asked, that his son be afforded the presumption of innocent. King quickly hired Dennis Rodman to get him back into North Korea because he thought that would be a better than going to jail. Chris? Hey, thanks, Paul. The Shell Bay Club in Hallandale Beach, Florida, opened last week. A private leisure and residential development designed for connoisseurs of a life well-lived. In addition to a world-class 18-hole private golf course designed by two-time major winner Greg Norman, the facility boasts a racket center, a private yacht club, and much more. All yours to enjoy as long as you can come up with the million bucks a year to be a member. Oh, and for an additional $250,000 per, per year, you also get to hunt for will... God dang it. Real woke liberals and poor people. <laughs> Paul? Thanks, Chris. God and finally, flag football is one of the sports being proposed by Olympic organizers for inclusion in the 2028 Los Angeles Games. If approved, the additions will mark a, an Olympic debut for flag football, a non-contact version of American football, and squash, which has never been part of the Olympic competition. Two punchlines. Oh, okay. It's for the Swifties. Upon hearing the news, uh, Olivia Rodrigo quickly began dating one of the flag football players for publicity, which was completely her own idea, and she's not trying to be like anyone else. She promises. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Upon hearing the news, all the people who couldn't get into Pop Warner football were pretty excited. Oh, Dang, folks, that's two for the price of one. What? You've gone above and beyond today, Paul. 
I didn't do popcorn or stop the flag football. Scene. Yeah, right. Yes. You've uh, you've outdone yourself today, Lavota. Thank you. Did you do Pop Warner? No. No. Did you I, ever do flag football? I did, did flag football. And stop yeah. there. I got scared. I didn't want to be tackled. Now, it did you? Like it. it would hurt. In flag football? Well, no. I I actually love I loved flag football. Tackle football scared me. Oh, that, oh! I thought you were saying you <laughs> you were playing flag football, but you stopped proceeding in flag football because you were no. afraid of being no, tackled. No. And I'm like. That's why it's flag. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I went as far as I could. So how far did you go in football, Boogie? Can you believe I did not play football? At all? Nope. You never even was a little league flag football or anything? And was, yet you produced these football stars. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Wow. I was a basketball kid. Huh? I was a basketball kid. Hey, but. you know what? I forgot our news or our sports segment, didn't I? Oh, it's short. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Holy cow. And we even had Jack in our face call in. Yeah. Yeah, that oh kind of that kind of did a little bit of it, didn't it? It did. Yeah. But um you said it you said it was short, right? Yeah. Well, this opening isn't. <laughs> God. Uh, it's me back. I love it. It's only a minute. Is that all? Is that yeah. all? Doesn't seem like. But we're in such a soundbite society now, man. Yeah. You know, we want everything now. Make it quick. This is BK. Wide world of sports. <laughs> BK. <laughs> okay, what's going on with those? Uh... Uh, okay, so this weekend the Blue Valley Northwest Huskies play the uh, played Miege. Uh-huh. Who is just crushing it right now, Miege is. And um, still had a couple of key players out, oh. including one JoJo Arnold. Darn it. And uh, not just because he was out, but got absolutely shellacked. Mm. But but uh, Miege is very good. I think they're... I don't know if they've lost any. Or they may be 7-1 mm-hmm. right now. So they, uh, and, you know, they're always at the top of the the top of the pile in yeah. uh, 4A. Um, I will say <laughs> those kids. So we Blue Valley Northwest has a particular player that transferred in, mm-hmm. ironically from Miege. Oh. Um. <clears throat> so we thought that this this kid would probably get on the field because uh, he's very good. Uh, we thought he would get on the field to you know face his previous school. Blah blah blah. Well the. The story starts to come out. The reason he transferred mm-hmm. is because he was also horribly bullied over there by his teammates. Oh. They would say vile, vile things to him. Like, oh my gosh. Trigger warning. You suck. You should kill yourself. I mean, vile shit. Good Lord. So he transferred out, came over to Northwest, met with, you know, open arms, really good athlete. Um, so again, this is before we knew all this backstory. We were really expecting he would hit the field. And it's like, why isn't this kid playing? Come to find out, they were still doing the shit. <laughs> during, oh my during God. the game. During the game. Well, they never really got got a chance to during the game, but like just chirping, you know, off to the sideline yeah. after the game. I'm not hundred percent sure how it happened. I'm assuming during the, you know, the line where everybody um, goes out and says good game or whatever. They were just s- still going at him. Oh my god! 
So uh, I'm like, hey, man, I don't, um, I don't condone violence. I don't condone losing your cool. But to me, that was an opportunity for a big ass fucking team fight. Oh my god! <laughs> to take up for your brother. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, I, I just I had to bring that up because. Miege is a Christian school, and so how mm-hmm. Christian of them yeah. to behave that way. I can't believe that the coaches aren't or weren't aware of it back when it originally happened. Well, yeah, I can't believe they weren't aware of it when it happened now. Um, and I think the kids and the parents and the faculty and the staff and the coaches and whoever right. proceeds to just turn an eye and allow that behavior to happen is just... Yeah, it's abysmal. Wow! Like if it happened and the and the kid left, there should, been, there should have been a chewing out of the team, and then we're playing that kid's team. You are going to be on your best behavior. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And, there, and there's no way that they're not aware of it. There's no way. Oh. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up wow. uh, again in light of a downer theme that we talked about at the top of the show. And you're telling somebody to do that. Yeah. And the whole bullying thing. Yeah. And it's just, come, come on, dude. Just yeah. don't, be, don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, right. Come on. So anyway, um, regarding the Blue Valley North uh, Mustangs, they played St. James, um, which... St. James doesn't have the best record, and we thought it was going to be a really good game, and they unfortunately lost to St. James. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. So Now, was uh, was Gabe back in the lineup? Was Gabe, he able to... Gabe was back in the lineup. They did something similar to, to what happened to Joseph against Aquinas. Based on who they were playing, they changed up their defensive mm-hmm. scheme. So St. James throws a lot. Uh-huh. So, therefore, with him being a middle linebacker, they decided to – Get oh. a skill player and have him be more um, pass protection. Gotcha. Which I hate that. I get it, but I hate that term skill protection for like the wide receivers and the corners and the D backs because it insinuates the bigger guys on the line aren't yeah. skilled. That's right. right. Yeah. It's like, so anyway. Yeah. So that's that. Um, this week starts playoffs. Oh. Um, Blue Valley Northwest will be going against Olathe Northwest. Um, JoJo has like. Five really good friends over there that he'll be facing off again. One of them being Paul. I don't know if you know Barb, but one of them being uh, Barb's son, uh, Barb Schlinnard. Mm. Oh, her Who's son's it? friends with JoJo. Yeah, they're oh, they're that's they're cool. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, will he be back on the field? <sighs> we hope so. Okay. Uh, we had an MRI this past. Oh, month. you finally did have an appointment. Okay. Y- yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We finally had an appointment that worked out and, and went and did the follow-up Wednesday. Turned out he had a – the reason it was taking longer than expected to heal, the MRI confirmed he had a lower sprain as well as an, mm. uh, a higher upper sprain, which those are the bad ones. And yeah. So they decided to hold him out this week. Hopefully he will return to the field. Um, it's our, uh, They actually played Thursday this week because it's the start of playoffs. I'm and glad they are doing good. Hopefully the team is having fun. Tell those young men to keep their head on straight. That's from a pro, right? That's good advice. Right. That's, That's from a pro. Good Will advice. do, Marshawn. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Valley North Mustangs, oh, boy, they take on Gardner Edgerton. Is that going to be tough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think uh, Gardner Edgerton, is, they're for sure ranked one in their uh, in their class. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're ranked in the state, but it's certainly in the top. Uh, for sure, top five, probably top three. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, it's wow. going to be a tough test. It's going to be a tough test. So, 
Okay. That's, that's what's happening. Uh, MU did well yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah MU's cruising. Um, homecoming was yesterday. And it's funny, um, as we're sitting here just a few minutes ago, Abby texted me a little video. She got to work down on the field yesterday, and I guess it's a video of the guys coming out of the tunnel before the game. So Nice. That'll be fun to watch. Then they have a bye week, and then um, then they go to Georgia, and they play the number one team in the country in the Georgia Bulldogs. So Mizzou will come in at 7-1, and one and... Um, that will be interesting. That, that will be a giant test, and... The odds are not in their favor, but boy, if they win that, everything's wide oh, open. Yeah. Well, even if they do well, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good for the program. Yeah, that's totally. next week. So they have next a bye Saturday? week next oh, week, and okay. then the following week. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. And uh, the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. It's it's always scary when they play the Chargers. I know. To me, I was to say, is this going to be their their first real test? Uh kind of feels like it. Because I feel like everybody else is pretty like, eh, they're they're gonna win. There's a there's a and they barely did. I feel like a couple yeah. of those games. Like it was, the wins haven't been pretty on no. social media and on on the Bennington show that I listen to. There's a handicapper, Chris Stanley. Mm-hmm. He's twelve and zero this month on his wow. handicap picks. Yeah, and he's got the the Chargers given the given uh, six points. I don't know exactly what that means. The Chargers by Chargers six points. I guess the the Chiefs are favored, but so he's saying take the Chargers plus six. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it's Chargers minus six even, which I oh, think would so be a great bet he, because the Chiefs aren't shouldn't be six points up. They haven't even won anything by six points, have they? Well, they beat the Bears handily. Right. Oh, that's but the other teams they, the even, they didn't beat by even that many. Yeah, yeah. That's a good bet if yeah. the Chiefs win. It, it's right? it's scary to me because I feel like. The Chargers aren't afraid of the Chiefs. It's not like the Broncos, who haven't beat the Chiefs forever. The Chargers mm-hmm. have in recent times, and I don't know. Here's I just want to see those wide receivers step up. I just I feel like the Chargers will do good and then choke it out during uh, playoffs because they stink. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's our uh, that's our uh, our uh, sports. I don't know if we need to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just keep keep it moving. We don't need that. So. Yeah, uh, that's our show. Yeah. And you got what's going on next week, guys? Um, I like this segment because it makes me look at my week. Next yeah, week. I got a board meeting coming up for a board that I'm on this week. Um, I mentioned I had my colonoscopy last week. Um, ironically, Jane has hers this week, so oh wow, get to do that. And then uh, the ongoing saga of of Jane's uh, treatment and reconstruction here, we go and meet with the radiation oncologist this week and talk about radiation, what that might look Mm -hmm. like. So we'll, Mm. we'll learn more from that. Keep us posted. Yeah, sure. will. sure. will. Boogie, you have a week coming up. Come on. I do have a week coming up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's seven (laughs) days that are coming up. Hopefully I'll get to see all seven of them. (laughs) Um, but with that, there's not much going on. Um, I would probably say the most exciting thing is starting to look at venues. Um, yeah. And I, I think I mentioned to you guys, the farmhouse is the place out here uh-huh. in Independence. Um, yeah, I've seen yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of farmhouses. I wonder where it is so you just live in, just in a farmhouse, some guy. Yeah. Some, yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, that, that's probably the most exciting. Well, and the, and the big games coming up, the first, first round of playoffs. So that's. That's the excitement. So you're speaking of excitement, Boogie. Your your wedding 
your upcoming wedding is causing excitement apparently in my home because Jane texted me a couple of pics. I'm going to forward to you. She says, ideas for boogie and of boogie wedding poses with their kids. Oh, uh, will you pass on? I don't have boogie's number. So I'm going to forward you. She's apparently hitting Pinterest and thinking about your <laughs> wedding now. So Thanks. thank you for giving her something to be excited sure, about. Absolutely. Thanks, Jane, Jane, his wife. Jane, Jane is so beloved and so many opportunities for her to do stuff. Just so many opportunities for her not to do that paperwork that was sitting by her <laughs> by her chair. You yes. know, just so many things. That's been a hard thing for her. She's yeah. like, with, with all this time recovering, she had all these tasks that she's going to hit and uh yeah she has just not found the gumption because, to do it because ton of ai it pictures boogie's wedding yeah there's a <laughs> swingers hitting on her at swingers hitting on her Jeez. Moving, she, taking stealing nice chairs from her father yeah yeah she's got a lot she's, going on she's, you know that eating fish she's on the side fish, of the road eating fish, fish. Oh. oh she's a mover and a shaker yeah. mm-hmm. good for her good yeah. for her Hey, guys, um, I'm getting my COVID uh, booster tomorrow night. Oh, good public yeah. health reminder. Have you guys done that yet? I have. You have? Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I got my flu shot and my COVID shot at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Did Aaron Rodgers give which, shit about she it? she sent those just when I saw him in Smaller, I'm like, did she pull that off like other social media? Is that you? I really? literally thought, I'm like, is that me? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. That's cool. So yes, I did. So, I did get my shots, and good for you for yeah, taking and care fuck of yourself. You, Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna say, did Aaron Rodgers give you shit about it? Yeah. And call you Mister Pfizer. He did, but you know what? <laughs> Sticks and stones, buddy. Aaron Rodgers. Um, excited that I'll be getting a haircut on Tuesday. Oh, that so is exciting. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna do a swoop or a kind of a mullet type thing or kind oh, of wow. a, oh, maybe do the cake plus eight. I think that would look really okay. cute on you. So it's gonna be awesome. It, it'll be exciting. Queen, um, Queen Karen. <laughs> and uh, the big news, which I yeah said last week, but it's going to be this week. <gasps> yes. You know what I'm talking about? I'm excited about, right? to hear about this. Yes. I do, yeah. Cargo Largo is opening up. And oh, I get to go to the grand opening. The grand opening. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So. I, I want to know what that gigantic building looks like. Yeah. Is it all accessible to the public? I want to know. Well... It won't be when I'm there. It's exclusive people, and then maybe we'll let you in later. Yeah. Yep. I want to go to Cargo Largo. You do. Yeah, you do. You do. So that's the show. Chris? Oh, yeah. Let me uh, do your thing. Yeah. Let me read our closing here, folks. Hey, thanks for listening to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul, starring Boogie and introducing the texter. Since you love the program, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast distributor. We'd love to hear from you, and you can contact us at 913-735-0060 and join the KCTK Radio Facebook page. Please remember to support all of our past and next sponsors. On behalf of Paul, I'm Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris and Boogie and the Texter, here is a cover of Chicago song Beginning by Leonid and Friends. Is that how you would say that? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. And I, I found guess. these guys on TikTok, and they do a lot of covers, and you're gonna love it, guys. Really? Yeah, watch. I already love it. Yeah. Hey, they're like old guys. There's like a million of them. So I think wow. this one guy does, it, and then a whole, there's a whole bunch of different videos out there, two of them. There you go. 
Oh, we got the whole horn section. Wow. I'm in. Oh, I like that one guy's outfit. I know, isn't that cool? Look at his clam diggers, man. What'd you, what? What'd you call me? Don't you guys... I can say this to you guys. Don't you wish you had some musical talent at all? Uh, yes. Boogie does. Boogie. I, I would love, yes, any amount. What? What, what is his... He won't say for himself. What is it? Is he a vocalist? Is he a... Yes. Okay. And and he plays, I don't know how many instruments, and he writes music. I, did, Linda Carter did not know about this. <laughs> <laughs> or she would have brought this. Do you have any music that you can we can play sometime? I don't. I have nothing recorded. I used to... I, I used to... Blocker used to bring me along to some of his gigs and let me sit in. Sometime. What did you play? To those, it was guitar. Guitar? Yeah. Lead guitar, rhythm guitar, what? No, just acoustic. acoustic. Sitting there, just a little coffee yeah, shop you, stuff. You, Look you, at you learning more about Boogie. You S.O. Boogie. S.O. <laughs> 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 Boogie. Because I didn't know this stuff. Yeah. Well, it's Neither did Linda Carter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't good, that's why. I'm, what I'm, do you think this podcast is? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, what do we bring in quality programming? Yeah, you need to bring point. an original song sometime, okay? Okay, all right, I'll do it. Whitney, you're out there. Record him doing a song sometime. Yeah. Okay. You'll yeah. do it. Thanks, Whitney. I know you'll plan that. Remember when we're going to do Boogie? We're going to do, I was going to say Boogie Town, but it's Funky Town and yeah. all this stuff that that Whitney was going to plan for us, but yeah. now forget about it. Because she yeah. may have the capacity to be a professional event planner. Right. right. But she won't because she's going to just be planning the wedding. Now. Oh, oh that's yeah. Right. She's going to be, yeah. We'll see if this wedding ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do the wedding at Funky Town. That's Ooh. not a bad destination, but a close destination. Theme. Yeah. Right. Theme. There's a theme to it. Yeah. You know what? If she does a good job at being a bride, she may go professional. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say this to uh, Jane, Boogie, and Nancy, Jennifer. Yeah. If you want to guys do a podcast where you just give shit to your spouses, you're welcome to use the studio. <laughs> I would that, be like a, you would have more material, too. I was going to say, that would be like a four-hour show. Lots of quality content there. Holy cow. I, I don't know. It may turn into a Jada Pinkett Red Table Talks against <laughs> us. Oh, wow. Next thing you know, they're just bagging on us. And yeah, shit. they're just Ugh, bitter. And I don't know. Hating us as much as we deserve. Yeah. Okay, maybe they don't do that. Scratch that idea, guys. <laughs> Let's take care of it in post. <laughs> so this guy does just all kinds of covers like this? It's an... I really don't even reckon uh, the different ones. I don't even recognize the people. A whole bunch of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh well. I was just about to say with the horns. I wonder if they do any uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, guess and you know where uh, Maurice White is from, right? No, <laughs> Chicago. Huh? There must have been some type of yeah Movement. horn thing. Yeah. Mm. The, At the, the great, same time. The great horn movement of Chicago. Yeah, of the early 70s of uh-huh. Chicago. Chicago Horn Fest. Now, does the band Chicago have a lot of 
Yeah. Do they have a horn section? Yeah. Do Especially they? in their earlier stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man. I just love live music. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I ever tell you when I was in fifth grade, they had band and uh, I wanted to play the coronet and they told me my, my lips were too big. <laughs> for the coronet mouthpiece and maybe I should consider the tuba. Really? Yeah. It's that hurtful. Yes. This has been a production produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you. It is now the time for you to speak now or forever hold your peace. The worst person to say I told you so is yourself. If you need help, folks, 988 is the National Suicide Crisis Lifeline. Reach out by text or call. Be your own hero.